The following is a reflection on the readings for Tuesday of the eighth week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from Sirach, chapter 35, verses 1 to 15. The responsorial is Psalm 50, and the Gospel is Mark, chapter 10, verses 28 to 31. As we return to Ordinary Time, the readings immediately challenge us to reevaluate our notion of discipleship. Context here is important. Jesus has just advised the rich young man who inquired what he must do to attain eternal life that he keep the commandments, sell his possessions, give to the poor, and then follow him. After the man goes away sad, Jesus tells the disciples that it is more difficult for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person who trusts in their wealth to enter the kingdom of God. In chapter 10, verse 26 of today's Gospel, the disciples' reaction is described as exceedingly astonished, and they said to Jesus, Who then can be saved? Jesus' response is wonderfully consoling. With men it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. End of quote. Jesus sets the bar high for discipleship, but then lifts us up to meet the challenge. If this were not enough, Jesus goes further to explain the rewards of following him. Quote, Truly, I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children, and fields with persecution and in the age to come, eternal life, end of quote. The circumstances of one's discipleship will be different depending on our vocation and state in life. Today's readings, however, set some general guidelines, all in the form of sacrifice. In the first reading from Sirach chapter 35, we hear, quote, The one who keeps the law makes many offerings, one who heeds the commandments makes an offering of well-being. The sacrifice of the righteous is acceptable, and it will never be forgotten. End of quote. To say this in another way, Sirach adds, To keep from wickedness is pleasing to the Lord, and to forsake unrighteousness is an atonement. Another form of sacrifice is almsgiving. The book of Tobit, chapter 4, verses 7 to 11, sets forth the challenges and rewards. Quote, Give alms from your possessions. Do not turn away your face from any of the poor, and God's face will not be turned away from you. Son, give alms in proportion to what you own. If you have great wealth, give alms out of your abundance. If you have but little, distribute even some of that. But do not hesitate to give alms. You will be storing up a good treasure for yourself against the day of adversity. Almsgiving frees one from death and keeps one from going into dark abode. Alms are a worthy offering in the sight of the Most High for all who give them. End of quote. A third aspect of discipleship is set forth by today's psalmist. Quote, Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Those who bring thanksgiving as their sacrifice honor me, to those who go the right way, I will show the salvation of God. End of quote. Jesus adds a fourth dimension of suffering and self-denial when he says, If anyone wishes to be my disciple, 
Let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. The church's saints and martyrs offer the best examples of discipleship in all these many forms. Today we celebrate the optional memorial of St. Mary Magdalene de Pazzi. She was born at Florence into a wealthy and noble family in 1566. Although she had many suitors and could have lived a life of luxury, God became her highest priority. She was taught mental prayer at the age of nine and would often as a child meditate on the cross and the suffering of Christ. After receiving her first communion, our saint began to experience mystical ecstasies. Soon thereafter, she made a vow of virginity to the Lord, despite her parents' great desire that she marry into wealth. Since the Carmelite Monastery of St. Mary of the Angels was one of the few that had a special dispensation to receive daily Eucharist, St. Mary entered at the age of 17. Soon, more mystical experiences followed, one of which involved our saint weeping before a crucifix and lamenting, O Lord, you are neither known or loved. The rest of her life was a mix of ecstatic experiences and periods of desolation, including dryness, severe temptations, and her own mortifications. Through it all, St. Mary entered into an intense spiritual journey, which filled five large volumes of writings at the direction of her spiritual advisor. As regards prayer, our saint wrote, Prayer ought to be humble, fervent, resigned, persevering, and accompanied with great reverence. One should consider that he stands in the presence of God and speaks with the Lord before whom the angels tremble from awe and fear. End of quote. As regards our mission to evangelize, St. Mary wrote, Love is not loved, nor known by his own creation. O my Jesus, if I had a voice sufficiently loud and strong to be heard in every part of the world, I would cry out to make this love known, loved, and honored by all, as the one immeasurable good. St. Mary Magdalene had the gift of prophecy and healing. She died in 1607, and her uncorrupted body is enshrined in the convent church. Today, may we follow the example of our saints offering sacrifices pleasing to the Lord as his faithful disciples. Upon rising from sleep, let us first enter a time of praise and worship, thanking God for another day in which to join our hearts and minds to Him, with Him, and in Him. As the day progresses, may we resist the temptation to doubt, complain, or think negatively about our neighbor. May we let go of grudges and unforgiveness, and rather focus on progress in the virtuous life, particularly those virtues that are opposed to and do battle with the deadly sins, such as humility, generosity, chastity, patience, temperance, kindness, and diligence. May we be generous in our intercessory prayers for the salvation of sinners and think of new ways to increase the use of our time, talent, and treasure, particularly those charisms that are meant for the building up of the Church. During this time of COVID, and as we enter into a family of parishes, there will be many opportunities to put into practice these aspects of following Jesus, since change sometimes involves 
dying to our own dearly held positions or ways of thinking and acting. May the Holy Spirit, that we celebrated this past Sunday, pour out gifts abundantly upon the Church and each person, because only with the power of God's presence in us can we become true disciples of Christ. Let us pray. Look upon us, O God, Creator and Ruler of all things, and that we may feel the working of your mercy, grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen.